Something and some other stuff. So wherever you get your podcast, you can hear this show right here, which you listen to. <laughs> I am the main host, Solo Jones. I am Taz. That's me. Uh, not many guests ever. Uh, that's not the style here. It's just me, my opinions, my thoughts, uh, my feelings, and my viewpoint. Yes, that's how this goes. Okay, uh, no bullshit. That's the gimmick, right? So I'm going to talk a little bit about Raw. Not a lot. A couple of things on Raw that jumped out. I'll get into here in a second. Um, first, I want to definitely give a shout out to uh, old homie of mine, buddy of mine, MVP. You guys remember MVP, U.S. champion and all that stuff. Big success in WWE. He's doing big things right now. Um, check it out, man. He uh, MVP did a uh, TED Talk. Uh, go on YouTube and check it out. Uh, he is... Um, he talks a lot in this it's um about his his past you know he spent uh, almost a decade in prison so uh he talks about this in detail on stage so uh go check it out i want i i did get a chance to see it and i wanted to just give a shout out to uh to mvp because he, listen uh he was a former guest here on the Taz show way back when i was a human podcast machine jeez you know what tell you the truth um it might have that might have been Shit, maybe the fourth or fifth show podcast that I dropped when I first started. I think, yeah, that goes way back. Okay. So, um, uh, but I go back way back in time in WWE, all time together as me as a commentator and him, uh, rock and rolling as a, uh, as a wrestler and did great stuff there. And always MVP, always, uh, not just a solid guy, a great guy. And, uh, you know he's got a, a you know a past of you know like like I just said and he doesn't shy away from talking about is his uh you know, his time in prison and if you check out this TED talk uh, basically on YouTube um you, you could find it there they they got you know tons and tons of subscribers uh TEDx talks and you go there on YouTube and find it I think you I think MVP from his Twitter I believe he might have tweeted out a link I watched it and I gotta tell you it was tremendous. And I knew a lot about his past because he's talked about it on my podcast and also him and I being friends. But seeing him on stage, explain him, explain things, explain the history and explain how, you know, you, I don't want to spoil it. Just just watch it. I, I, I watched it. I, I enjoyed it. And uh, it's definitely must uh, must see uh, must see YouTube. How's that? Not must see TV. It's not TV, but you get my drift. Check it out. 
And uh, um, and like I said, I'll maybe uh, we'll tweet it out at some point from one of the um, social media accounts. But go to <coughs> excuse me, go to MVP's uh, Twitter. You can see it. Just go to YouTube, TED Talks. You guys can find it. Um, so I wanted to shout that out to my man MVP, and I hope he's doing well. Uh, good dude, right there. Real, yeah, real dude. Not like a lot of people in the business that are bullshit. He's real. I'm uh, gonna talk a little bit about the superstar shakeup. Not a ton, but some things that jumped out. Also, um, Ronda Rousey. You know, uh, we talked about this this morning on Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio on my radio show. I host or co-host, and Ronda Rousey is taking time away from WWE and um, wants to start a family. And you know, remember we talked about this and we heard about this. About this chatter a while back that she was looking to do this, uh, taking a break from the company and stuff like that. And a lot of the mainstream sports sites picked this up um, all over the place that she wants to, you know, take a break from the business and uh, get into starting a, um, you know, starting a family. You know, it's I got to tell you, it's a little tough uh, to swallow because, look, she's entitled to do whatever she wants. I understand that. But she's been in the game for a year. <clears throat> and she's got pushed to the moon and skyrocketed because of her credibility and her legitimacy all the years as uh, in, in the MMA game and as a UFC Hall of Famer and all this other great these great accolades she has, which she's earned every one of them. I'm not knocking her for that. Uh, but to take a break from the business after years a little tough uh, <laughs> for a, <laughs> a lot of the lifers in the game and people who follow the business and respect the business, um, you know, she, uh, I'm sure she don't give a rat's ass, nor should she. Should sit between her and and her husband. They could do what they want. Obviously, they're more than in their right to do that. But you know, this is the thing. Like when you get into the industry, if you have celebrity beforehand, you know what? Like really, like it's insulting to people <clears throat> that this is their lifestyle. Being a professional wrestler, no matter if you're the WWE or anywhere else, is your life. It's not. It's not a job. I never looked at all my years, you know, in the ring um, or even segueing into broadcasting. I never looked at that as a job. I looked at it as a career, but it's part of my life. It just encompassed my life. It wasn't a nine to five gig. It's it's just I still in my job now as a radio host and as a podcaster, I don't look at it as a as a, you know, a nine to five gig or a regular job. I'm always working. You know, even though Taz and Moose, the, the radio show is on 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. every day Eastern, but don't matter. I'm working on a show after the show, before the show, diff- different stuff, video elements. Um, me, Mikey, be our producer, Moose, we're interacting offline a whole bunch. I'm constantly trying to create content, as are those guys. Same thing. So when you are a, um, you know, a, a content provider. Uh, or a pro, pro wrestler, you know, or any other jobs uh, that that have that's more than just a nine to five job. No knock on nine to five jobs. I'm not knocking that. <laughs> I'm just saying, for a celebrity, a Ronda Rousey or whoever, to come into the business and dominate because they got pushed and they got they got their hand held. To be frank, because she did, she was always protected. For, and I talked about that a lot from her first match on. Everybody was going Google Gaga, <clears throat> and I think it. Ah, shit, I remember. I think it was a tag team match it was Stephanie and Triple H versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey um, a year ago. So, and everybody was going nuts how great it was. Yeah, well, she had, you know, two of the best workers in modern day history um, <laughs> in Triple H and Kurt Angle uh, having a back, and 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 Stephanie and, Han- and and Stephanie with a ton of heat, who's knows what she's doing. 
and the bosses. You're in there. I mean, and your and your partner. You were up with a, a a gold medal. I mean, just saying. Like it's just everything. The, the star. They made sure the stars aligned for her. So WWE did everything possible to get her over, and and all this shit. And it happened. And I'm not. I know it might sound like I'm ripping her. I'm really not. I'm just saying. You know what? You know, after a year, and it's like you know, I need some downtime. And look. Yeah, it's it's your body, it's your marriage, it's it's you want to be a mom. God bless you. I hope you have a hundred kids and and you're happy as hell. I really I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of women in these locker rooms across the world as professional wrestlers that have done a lot to really bring awareness to pro wrestling for women and and all the uh all the years of bullshit that the women had to go through and, and the misconceptions on them. And the revolution for women's wrestling <clears throat> didn't start with Ronda Rousey. It started way before that. And, and, and WWE is not the only ones who did that, as you know. There's plenty of full-time wrestling, women's, all women's wrestling uh, territories. So um, it's not just WWE. And my point is, it's, it's, you know, Ronda Rousey definitely helped bring some casual fan awareness because of her star power as an MMA you know, or UC, uh, UFC fighter. I get all that, and I think that's cool. That was great, but you know the women's revolution for pro wrestling for it, it started way before Ronda Rousey. So, and I, I'm not saying Rousey's taking credit for that. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not trying to argue with myself here. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, some would argue, well, she brought a lot of awareness to women's pro wrestling. Yeah, she did. In a year, she did. Um, but WWE did just as much for her, if not, and the girls she worked with to get her over, you know, and to give her that platform. Um, and they had money invested in WWE And they weren't doing it because they're trying to be nice WWE is doing it because they wanted to cash back in on their investment Which is good business uh, And that's why that happened And I get all that, I really do But uh, maybe to me it's just like after one year And it's like, ah, you know what, next I did this, uh, what am I going to do next uh, This was fun, this is a good run Okay, great, yeah, let me move on now I mean, you know, quite frankly for Becky Lynch Becky Lynch is an opportunist and she was given an opportunity to do some business with Ronda Rousey, and and I'm so happy for Becky. It helped her flourish. Um, it really did, and 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 she's flourishing and kicking ass for sure. So that's good. That's good shit right there. So that that helped for that. Um, but you know, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. Moose and I were talking on the radio about it, and and Moose asked me something like, um, "How long do you think she'll be out, or you think she'll be back?" I, my gut tells me I don't think she's going to be rushing back at all. I mean, I would assume once, you know, she does have a child and stuff like that, she might want to enjoy the time off of being a mom and stuff like that, or maybe just get right back into it. I mean, some would think, well, after having a baby, it's going to be, you know, your body's got to get back in shape. Listen, she's a pro athlete, okay? I don't think Ronda Rousey would have no problem getting herself back into shape. Most women uh, that, you know, once they get pregnant and then they have a child, if they were in really good shape, uh, before they had that child And they, they don't go overboard With gaining too much weight Because it's difficult when women do get pregnant I remember that with my wife But she always tried to still eat healthy and stuff So it was easy for her And I've seen a lot of uh, you know family members though, That had children You know, if they, as long as they watched their nutrition Or were exercising before or during pregnancy You know, you could kind of get back in shape You know, depending on your genetics Kind of quicker And I think a Ronda Rousey is a world-class elite athlete I'm assuming um, uh, that she can get herself back into really good shape if she wanted to. That's if she wants to. I, I don't think she's going to miss the WWE, and most importantly, you people. 
Okay, you people, okay, the WWE universe. I don't think she's gonna miss you guys because you guys were vocal and all over her ass, uh, and rightfully so. And I think it bothered her, and and she showed that, you know. And I, you know, so I, I don't know. I mean, to me, um, you know, maybe they got enough out of her, and she got enough out of them for one year, and maybe this relationship was over. Who knows? Or maybe it's gonna keep going. I'm not sure. Um, all I know is uh, I'm ready to move on. And I'm sure most of you are too From uh, the Ronda Rousey experience It was great, that's cool Awesome, uh, next That's how I look at it So uh, that being said uh, Shake up Jones, right So, okay <laughs> A lot of the talk on uh, the uh, Raw uh, The Superstar Shake up on Raw Now, as I record this Smackdown didn't happen yet So bear with me I'm not going to really talk about the uh, Smackdown And who went where with the superstar shakeup, because it fucking didn't happen yet. Okay, so it's kind of hard to get into that when the shit didn't go down. You know what I'm saying? All right. So on the Raw rosters now, we know Miz is there. Uh, we also have Cedric Alexander, Andrade, Zelina uh, Vega, uh, Mysterio. We have Uso, and we have Eric Young. We have Naomi. We have uh, Lacey Evans. You can see the full throttle list. Uh, Mike Johnson's posted them all on PW Insider. Who else was on there? Uh, I remember. I'm trying to remember. AJ Styles. How can I forget AJ? Uh, and they also kind of, kind of alluded to the fact that Ricochet announced the Black are officially on Raw, but they kind of floated it out there. Um, and uh, the last names I did not mention yet that are on there uh, is uh, the Raw, the NXT Tag Team Champs. Uh, if you remember, the Raw Raiders, they were called. Now they are the Viking Experience. So. That's the topic at hand I have here <laughs> So uh, there's been uh, just a, a whole bunch uh, I saw on social media You know, I just simp- simply tweeted out Like a cl- congratulatory Congratulatory, take two um, Towards um, towards the Raw, Raw Raiders uh, That they debuted on Raw And I was very happy for them And all that kind of stuff And good lord Man, the floodgates opened Holy shit I mean, it was just they, they they had the they had the they had the uh, Viking experience. I guess I have to keep have to get used to calling that. And the revival uh, against the Raw Tag Team Champs, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, and Alsa Black. So it was an eight man tag. So the NXT Tag Team Champions and the Raw Tag Team Champions uh, on opposite sides of the fence. But that wasn't the whole picture. There. That 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 was just half of it. So I, I tweet this out, and then on my Twitter. It blows up Oh lordy B Blows up Everybody's going crazy Just everybody's going nuts Ripping the name um, And I, I And they're like And some people are getting on me oh, how, This is not a great debut uh, And I'm paraphrasing This is not a, a, a great debut Oh my god the name fucking sucks How could they have that name Oh they're doomed They got buried They're buried Oh my god they're not the war raiders anymore. They're buried now Oh my god You are a mark No no, guys, please Just stop Just stop Stop the madness and the ridiculousness Okay? Stop Stop Pump the friggin' brakes on the car And stop Because you're wrong <laughs> You're wrong Does the Viking experience name Do I like that name? Absolutely not I don't I don't like it at all I don't like the name at all I don't 
when I tweeted, the first thing that jumped out to me was two brothers who are getting an opportunity to be on the main roster and get called up uh, on a big night. And, uh, you know, it, it, I, I love the way these guys work. I love their gimmick. I love their promos. Um, uh, everything about the, the whole packaging of what they do, I'm a fan of. Okay, so therefore, I, I wanted to just give them some love and a shout out. And I basically just said, awesome to see, you know, Raymond Rowe and, and, uh, and Hanson part of Raw. And I tagged them and, and, you know, and then it was just like it blew up. And people just going off about the name. People are like, are you serious? This was not a good debut. They got buried. No. No, what fucking buried? What buried? What buried? <laughs> what got buried? That, that they, they, they won the match and pinned one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions? And then somebody said, I don't remember who Oh, well, Zack Ryder or Kurt Hawkins Whatever one, whoever one, whatever one lost the match They don't mean nothing Well, fuck, they don't They're the Raw Tag Team Champions No matter if you like Ryder or Kurt Hawkins or not No matter if you think their push sucked or not Those fucking dudes are the Tag Team Champions on Raw Period So right there, they mean something And they have the NXT Tag Team Champions In their debut <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm under the weather So my voice is all fucked up The, the NXT Tag Team Champions you know, getting the victory What revival and them getting the pin It's a big deal That's a big deal Now I'll get into the name And my opinion on what happened with the name And the individual names are, are um, Was it Eric? E-R-I-K and Ivar I might have said that wrong I-V-A-R Okay, total Viking gimmick Jones They love Vikings And they're Vikings And I've met these cats They are obsessed with Vikings This is no bullshit It's not a gimmick <clears throat> so, so, you know This is You guys gotta just kind of calm down a little bit You don't have to go berserk Because something changed that you didn't like And I understand the passion of a wrestling fan I get it I know Years ago for myself When I came to WWE and the push wasn't there People, and there was no social media But people were pissed I know, I know, I heard fans were not And I appreciated that, and I still do When they added <clears throat> A Z to my name Because for those that don't know T-A-Z was always who I was And then in WWE, they added a Z And I've talked in past podcasts About this Okay, they had to add a Z Because at the time there was a concern Of Looney Tunes Okay, not to get a season assist from Looney Tunes So they couldn't own T-A-Z They could own T-A-Z-Z Okay, so that was good business for them Now also, just to pull back the curtain I know I've said this in the past In my language of my contract In part of my properties, my IP, my intellectual property T-A-Z I had So I, I'm assuming they wanted to own T-A-Z-Z Why should we have Taz own it? We want to own it, which is their letter and they cleared that with me and said, are you cool with it? And what was I going to say? No. They offered me, a, it was a great three-year deal. I worked out with Vince McMahon. We never got into the letter Z. That never came up because I didn't know it when we worked out the deal. Because you know why, guys? You know why Vince and I never talked about the letter Z in my fucking name? Because all I knew, I the only thing about my name that came up to Vince was, I'm, I said to Vince, you, you know, I'm assuming you guys want to call me Taz This is before I agreed and everything This is after we discussed money Which lasted five minutes I've told the story a lot 
at a hotel in a conference room because they didn't want me at the at the uh, uh, the building in Stanford, the office. They didn't want to get out because the internet started getting buzzed back then. This is when the internet was still was just starting to really crank up with wrestling years back in two thousand or ninety nine. It was, and uh, it was me. It was me, Vince McMahon, and Vince Russo. That's who was in this room. Okay, at a conference room, I, I don't know if it was the Western or whatever the hotel was, right there near the building, near the office, about two miles from the office in, in Stanford, Connecticut. And the conversation with me and Vince, the negotiation, the two most important things about the negotiation, meaning the money and the term. So, for those that know what the term is, that means how long the contract will be. Okay, that was worked out within literally five minutes. Okay, then, and this I didn't sign right there. This was just the the, out, the outline points of the of the agreement. And then I said, "Oh well, I, I'm assuming you guys want to call me Taz." Vince goes, "Oh yeah, absolutely, of course we do. Yeah, I know you know great success with that with ECW and all." The the letter Z, the spelling of Taz never came up. So when they a couple of weeks later, now the, the contract paperwork's in front of me and all that, and then you know I see that it's in there. Okay, and my lawyer so was in there. I didn't feel like WWE pulled the wool over my eyes. I wasn't fucking mad, but I did discuss it. I, I reached out to Vince, who was his assistant, and I spoke to him about it. And and then you know, and I spoke to Jim Ross about it at the time. He was in charge of town relations, and it was really it was really two minute conversation with each man. That's all. I want to know the reason why, and they taught me the reason why, and taught me the reason why, and I respect the reason why, and I had no problem with it. <laughs> so why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all this because I can relate to a quasi name change. And mine was a spelling change. It wasn't a name change. Okay. So I'm just telling you, though, there's similarities there. But I'm just telling you the main thing and why I was happy. Okay. Why I was happy for these guys is because they're they're on the main roster. And guess what happens when you go to the main roster? Two things happen. The money goes up a lot. So I was happy for them for that. And your TV exposure goes up a lot, as opposed to NXT, which streams, which is no knock on it, but it's more exposure on, obviously, worldwide TV. Okay? No matter how popular streaming is today and, and um, platforms on the internet, TV is still kind of king. So that's what I was happy about, because that's the most important stuff. And then the next important thing about these two guys and any wrestler is their credibility when the ding, ding, ding happens. That means when the bell rings to start the match. That's the most important thing. And these guys bring the fucking wood. These guys can work. These guys can work. So everybody who's fans of the War Raiders and the name the War Raiders, I understand I like the name War Raiders better than Viking Experience also. I do. I do. Now, I'm going to get into why I feel this name has changed, because I think that's what a lot of you people were confused, looking at the, the hundreds of things I've seen on social media, <laughs> on my social media account. Now, some people are confused, too, and calling them War Machine. They were War Machine, okay, when they were working in Ring of Honor in New Japan, okay? They were War Machine then. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but what happens is, then when they went to NXT, I believe that's when they became uh, War Raiders. Now, I, I'm trying, I'm going to explain the war machine thing because I think I know why they were a war machine. I humbly say this. I, I do know that, especially Roe, these guys were, they were kind of fans of what I did. They were, they were 
Taz fans. I've talked to them. I mean, like they they supported my history and I support their current because I believe in them. And I'm assuming that maybe maybe they were inspired to use War Machine because of my old ring music's Kiss song. Could be. I wouldn't surprise me. I've heard that from somebody else back when they were called War Machine. Okay, so um I like the name for a team, War Machine, Better Than the Viking Experience. I like the name War Raiders, Better Than the Viking Experience. Uh, uh, I'm not crazy about the name Viking Experience. But, now this is the buts. If WWE decides they want to push them and really put the rocket on these guys, I promise you, the name of that team is not going to mean shit in about two to three weeks if they start getting a push. And it wouldn't shock me, okay, because how dominant they want they, they were. Uh, Zach Ryder, that's who the pinfall was on. I think Hansen got the pinfall on Zach Ryder, if I remember correctly. Um, well, he's not Hansen anymore. He's not Hansen, so I shouldn't have said Hansen. See, that's what happens. He's Ivar, I believe. Avar. Avar. Right. So, and Eric was. Okay. Right. Eric. Right. Got it. Struggling, but I'm okay. So, <laughs> here's the thing. If they want to push these guys, the name's not going to mean anything, guys. I promise you. The gimmick's still the same. People are going to get gimmicks not the same. No bullshit. Bullshit the gimmick is the same Look at them they look the fucking Same they dress the same they act the Same they work the same they're talking the same They're the same they just Changed the name but why Taz why did they Change the name I'm gonna tell you in a minute relax okay So I'm just telling you for everybody going Crazy with the name stop Stop I retweeted a, a, a guy who just recently resigned as a WWE writer who was there. Okay, I retweeted him last night. He's like, again, paraphrase. It's just something like, can we all stop going crazy? It's a name. It's not that big. You know, he gets it. When you work inside the machine, you understand that it's not as big a deal you people think. Well, why did they change them? It was working great. I will tell you in a minute. Fucking relax, okay? So... I would have done one little thing more with them last night. One little thing more. They didn't bury them. Like I said, you got a win over one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions. Okay? You did get a win over I, I So, all good. At the end of the match, you had the Revival, who were the, who were the Viking Experience Tag Team Partners, because it was a four, like I said, four, you know, eight-man tag. They're all four men were in the middle of the ring facing the main camera with their hands in the air, like holding hands and holding. I was saying to myself, oh, man, this is a perfect opportunity to have the War Raiders just beat the shit out of the revival right here. Just beat them up. That, to me, would have put it over the edge. If you don't, not going to have them, which they didn't do. The 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 I said War Raiders. So I have to break the habit too. The Viking Experience attacked the Revival after the match while they all hold hands up in the air because they were victorious. Then don't even do that. I did. I, that's the thing. If you're not going to have them beat up the Revival, their partners at the end, they shouldn't. I did. I didn't like that part. 
I just feel, and this is the reason why I didn't like that Because you're debuting these two guys here The War Raiders, uh, damn it, the Viking experience you're, you're debuting them And they're killers, they're tough, they're nasty, they're mean They're all these things They, they shouldn't be friends with anybody Fine, you want to be partners during the match Once the match ends, guess what? We're here on Raw to beat the shit out of people And now we're beating you up, Revival that's, I mean, I would have had the, 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 the revival be unfortunate sacrificial lands for that Just to get these guys over, I would have Or don't even do it Don't even, you know what I mean, don't even have Don't even hold the belts up with them I'm not belts, don't even hold the hands up with them uh, You know what I mean, like I just wouldn't have done that um, You know, I, and if you think about what I'm saying It just it, it kind of didn't fit Like if they're new in there, uh you know what I mean? Like, why, why have them be, <clears throat> why have them, have them be killers, have them be badasses, why have them be, you know, buddies with anybody? Why have them hold hands in the air? Again, it, it maybe it's me nitpicking, but you know what? I just don't think that works. I don't. I, I, I then don't even do it. Don't they shouldn't be friends with the revival? What? Just because both teams are heels? Who cares? <clears throat> These guys should be killers. Guys, you, you want to build them as Vikings and they're crazy and they're mean, which they could pull off with their eyes closed. Well, then shit. Don't do that with the revival. Don't. Not there's no need. There's no need. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't know. Just uh, again, that's a lot of you guys might look at that as nitpicking, but I, I believe that's important. Um, you know, I some people think that, like, oh my god, Vince, what is Vince thinking? He he should never have done this. This is really bad, the Viking experience uh, You know, guys, listen I, I mean, I gotta tell you I mean <laughs> Look, if you're WWE, you don't want people All night during the show Bitching about a team's name And the next day you don't want them bitch about a team's name I understand that But now, like, at this point You can't, I mean, you can turn back I wouldn't turn back, but it, 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 I'm just saying, like, I even saw Mick Foley tweeting about it. Like, again, paraphrasing was like, you know, it's, it's really no big deal, <laughs> you know. It, it really, as long as the push is there, that, that's all that really matters, you know. And and I know I'm still going to get into why I think the name was changed, and and you know, and I'm going to tell you that here in a second. Um, I don't know. It um, I just I just wish people wouldn't be so fucking crazy about it. I mean, again, I I respect the passion, but you're overthinking it. <clears throat> so I really do think you're overthinking it. So told you I'm a little dry. So I gotta really mm. hang on a second, I need a little water. Oh, it's nice. Get dry, you know. You're talking. I talk all the time. Talk everywhere. I always got a microphone in front of me talking, so I have to constantly stay hydrated, drink as much water as humanly possible. That's my gimmick. That's what I do. Okay. So, okay. So now, why did the name change? Why did the name change when they were Raw Raw War Raiders? On WWE programming, meaning NXT, for quite some time. Why would this happen? They're the NXT Tag Team Champions. Why would this happen? Okay. I could tell you from all my years in WWE, Vince McMahon 
does not like the word war. Now, you might think that's crazy because raw is war. Okay, but he does not like that on the show a lot. And I was told that more than once. Um, you know, it's like you, you want to use words like instead of these two, they got a nasty war going on. That would not get you over with the boss. But if you said these two, man, they got a nasty rivalry going on. Now that, that would probably get you over pretty, pretty good with the boss. So <laughs> you, you try to avoid words like war. Um, that's number one. The word Raiders, I think my initial thought was, well, he's fixing in 2020 to kick ass Vince's with the XFL. He does not want to have a branded team with pushing the name Raiders because the Oakland Raiders are an iconic brand in the NFL. And he's going to quasi not go against the NFL, but be, I don't think he wants to promote anything that sounds like NFL, but then you would say, wait, Taz, the Viking experience. Hello, Taz. Hello. Do you realize the Minnesota Vikings, the the Vikings? Yes, I do. I know that. But I think that if you, you know, took a, uh, you know, put up a poll on your social media, what name is more iconic in the NFL? What team name? The Vikings or the Raiders? I think the Raiders would win by far. So that could be a stretch, but that's my, that was my initial thought with the name. Okay. Um, Triple H, obviously, I'm sure him and his team, when these cats were the war machine and came to NXT, they were the ones that named them War Raiders. And I'm sure uh, Vince probably said to Triple H, no, I, we, we can, I don't want to call them War Raiders on, uh, on, on War on SmackDown. Not going to happen. And I'm not saying Vince and Triple H had a headbutton contest over it. You never know. Um I don't think Triple H is going to die on a hill for a team's name. I don't. I, I think he's smarter than that. I don't think you have to, um, especially if you know the push is going to be there for them. You know, and Vince wants to brand them a certain way. And you know, people could complain and get angry all you want. And I'm not fucking defending WWE. I don't need to. They they don't pay me a goddamn dime. Okay, um, but it's like I've said a million times in the past. It's Vince's company. It does what the fuck he wants. It's that simple. And you know what? It's It might make, let's say, 10 people are watching. Three might get pissed and say, I'm going to get out of here. I don't like that they changed this guy's name. I hate what WWE's doing. I'm never watching again. That's fine. The other seven are going to keep watching. And then there'll be five more people that come in after those three leave to watch. So the, the constant... Hamster wheel of turnover of fans Never ends with this machine Known as WWE So some of you thinking well that's why There's AEW now they're fucked Well maybe if the rumors Are true out there and there's something going on With, with Turner and, and what, what, what TBS programming And, and there's going to be a new Monday Night Wars And we know that AEW has a lot of money behind them with the Khan family who own the Jacksonville Jaguars And stuff like that Um, Yeah that could happen Right now, if that's not here, I mean, it's on. We're on the cusp, but before you know it, AEW be here. I think they're going to do their first big show in uh, in Vegas. If memory serves me, so um, big pay per view, right? And then, and then, you know, the TVs. I guess they'll start eventually. So yeah, I mean that that could definitely happen. I think there's a great chance that that happens, and and I hope so because it's good competition. It's good more places for the guys and girls to wrestle and work and stuff. I hope. I mean, I'm I'm in AEW's corner. Don't get me wrong. But AEW 
floating out there where it's going to be the real deal. Let's just say that's true, which it probably is. Do you, do you really think that Vince right now is is going to worry about changing what he wants to do? With, with his talent and creatively with names of guys and girls and you out your fucking mind? <laughs> even, even, if, even if we were in the middle of a new Monday Night War, you know, with, with Vince... And and uh, and and you know, AW, you know, uh, Cody and the Bucks and the Khan family, you know, that defense is not going to gear away from what he names guys if he feels like he wants to go a different way. This is his company. Right? Come on, guys. So you can be passionate, be upset about all you want. It's his fucking company. That's like me coming into your house saying, no, I don't think you should name your dog Bob. Bob is a stupid fucking name for a dog. You should name your dog Spot. You might say, hey, Taz, you know what? Fuck off and get out of my house. It's my fucking dog. Leave. And you'd be right to tell me that. You don't tell someone what to name their pets or their children. We have a new daughter, and her name is Allison. Well, why? You should have named her Catherine. Fuck you. She's Allison. Right or wrong? This is Vince's baby. This is his company. He's got, again, not defending him, but just because to me, it's like I, I think most, you know, most people that work closely in the company would tell you it's just not a huge thing. Now, on the flip side, EC3, that's a different story. That's. What they did last night with him, with Braun Strowman eating him up, you know, and and like that, that was that wasn't cool. <laughs> he's a talented guy. He's a good guy. Um, he's a hard worker. I watched him bust his ass in TNA for a long time, and I watched the company be behind him. I really did. I mean, unless they're going to go somewhere with EC3 and Braun Strowman, which who knows? Maybe they are. I, I don't know. You, you didn't do much to build EC3. That I promise you. I mean, have him getting basically choke slammed, beat up all over the place and choke slammed through the stage and all that kind of jazz. You know, you know, after he came out and cut a little promo and basically, you know, challenged, uh, you know, whatever he's going to do. Um, I, I just don't, I, you know. I, 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 you know, it, why, why if you have him come from NXT and make a big deal that he's going to be there on Raw or whatever, and then just he, it just top one percenter. Well, he's, you, you just you took all his heat off him, all the heat. I, I don't think that was a good move. You know, I don't think it was a good move. You could have did a lot of that stuff you did there, all that stuff you did. As I watched it, once they got on the stage and he threw EC3, EC3 into the uh, fucking gimmick wall, and right before he goes to choke slam EC3, EC3 slips behind, fucking hits him right in the back of the head as hard as he can, hits Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman falls face first through the stage. He goes through the fucking stage. The place would have went nuts, and now Braun's made. Just saying. They know how to do this if they wanted to. I don't know. 
I don't know what like that to me. Now you talk about burials. That that's kind of a burial what they did to EC three. There's no reason to call the guy up and have him come up if you're gonna do him like that. That that's just and he's a talented guy. And it's okay, so a lot of wrestling fans are probably thinking, well, the EC three character, for those that don't know, right? It's a TNA creation. Uh Ethan Carter the third. Okay, Carter is for Dixie Carter Who used to own TNA And the gimmick was, for those that didn't watch TNA EC3 is the nephew Of Dixie Carter, not the real nephew But that was the gimmick To be honest with you When EC3 came into the NXT world As EC3, that surprised me That really surprised me I thought they definitely would have changed his name right out of the box And they didn't And used him pretty good in NXT But just like this whole thing here on Raw With Braun Strowman, not good but think about what I just told you. What they could have done with him. Think about what they could have done with him. Because it's really simple to do what I was just saying. When you have him slip behind, you have to get his ass kicked all over the place. And have him slip behind. And somehow, some way, he pushes Braun or bumps Braun or drop kicks Braun in the back. Real quick. One move. That's all EC3 needed. <clears throat> one fucking move. That's all he needed. They get lucky by the stage and bump big man through <clears throat> the stage. Dude, what an easy story to tell. How Braun Strowman is on the hunt to get his hands on EC3 going forward for the next couple of weeks. And Braun and EC3 is terrified. But when Braun's not around, he's talking trash. Then when those Braun's around, he just hightails and hauls ass out. Constantly have him on the, have Braun chase them down Never gets to him For a couple of weeks Until you have a payoff or a blow off at a pay-per-view And then he finally, Braun gets him and destroys him Instead, they did that all in one night So It's a shame that was a, That's a missed opportunity in my opinion But I don't know why I'm sure there's a reason You know uh, Go to go break I'm back from break, uh, talk a little bit more here and uh, then we'll wrap this thing up. All right, Taz, show, sit tight. All right, we are back here on the Taz show, and we are. Uh uh, we're going to wrap up here shortly I wanted to get into a little convo uh, About uh, Lacey Evans I, I really, really, really enjoying What they're doing with her She's uh, They're cooking her up the right way She got a big win over Natalia uh, She got that, that great punch That right hand And um, she uh, I don't know, she's, she's got that it factor They've been really slow burning her Building her up with those entrances And all that shit and it's it's good. It's real good. It works. Um, big fan. Big fan of what they're doing with her, man. Big fan of what they're doing with her. And she's got heat, man. She's got heat. She can talk. She's got a. She's very unique. That Southern Belle type gimmick, throwback feel. She's in great shape. Throws a hell of a punch. The woman's right. The right hand punch. Love the name of the gimmick. And then she's doing this finish. You know where she does this. Now, I don't remember. She might have did this in NXT, guys. I'm part of my ignorance. I could be wrong. If she, I don't know if she's. I've never seen her do it. Where she, she's on the second rope, facing inward toward the ring. She jumps up backwards. She spins in the air backwards to the top rope. Does a moonsault. Very impressive. Very dangerous. 
uh, very dangerous. The dangerous thing there is going from that second rope facing into the audience. I'm sorry, into the ring, jumping, flipping, and facing, uh, then facing the audience to do the moonsault, turn your back to the ring. To get to that second rope, to that top rope, she made it look easy. Um, but I'm I'm here to tell you they gotta be careful with that only because when you're working longer matches and you're blown up and your heart's pumping a lot and you're tired and you have to hit that, um, you could slip and get injured bad going from that second rope to that top rope. That's number one. Number two, when you're tired and blown up and you go from that second rope spin to that top rope where you turn your back. Where you could slip off the ropes because there's a lot of you know perspiration that builds up on the ropes, sweat, humidity in the arena, and the ropes do get slippery. You've heard me as a commentator say that if someone botches a spot, you know, and they hit the ropes, I'll try to protect the talent. Say, oh, the ropes are slippery. Oh, there's been sweat. You know, blah blah blah. That's it's not a bullshit line, and you know a lot of guys say it now to the announcers, right, commentators. But I came up with that because it's happened to me. I've had it years ago. On a small show, this was before like ECW, way before ECW, where I hit the ropes, the top rope, just running into the ropes, uh, you know, about to do a high spot with a guy. The ropes are slippery, and I and I I slipped, you know, through the rope a little bit. I almost fell right on my fucking head on the concrete. It's because the ropes were, were sweaty, you know. So, I, I when I see someone do that type of thing, I worry for her. You know, a TV match that's not that long. I mean, she looks to be in great shape, like I said. So, her cardio is probably awesome. But you got to be careful with that. So hopefully, look, the, the good good thing with her, with her is they've kind of pushed that punch a little bit. So she could use that as a finish also, which I thought would be her finish, finish the woman's right. But now they're doing that moonsault thing. Fancy Dan, you know, so I get it. You know, they want to do something a little maybe fancy out there. I don't know. But, um, you know, good for her. And and it's, it's good. Uh, she's going to be doing business with the man, Becky Lynch. So. I'll try and get you some more content here. Uh, talking, um, what do you call it? The SmackDown. They're gonna, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to the Blue Brand getting some uh, some good uh, some good high end names, you know. So we'll see what happens. I don't want to spoil anything that might happen. I did hear one name, but I won't get into that. But uh, anyway, yeah, it should be pretty cool. The SmackDown. So, and if you listen to this after SmackDown, well, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, it's the way shit goes. You know what I mean? Uh, you have the power because you download my content And you have the power to love me And I love you, okay So thanks for downloading Make sure you subscribe for you that, uh, Because that's shitty if you don't subscribe You know what I mean That's kind of a shitty deal I'm just letting you know that Alright, anyways On that note, I'm Taj And I thanks guys Talk to you Never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay